Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Friday, December 18th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. A lot to get to in this episode, including a conversation I was able to have yesterday with Flyers prospect, former 2019 first-round pick, and now University of Michigan defenseman and also Team USA for the World Juniors coming up defenseman, Cam York. We'll talk to Cam coming up in just a couple of minutes. Also, uh, we'll talk to Bobby Brink, who is on Team USA as well, but Cam York in this episode. But we do have some news and notes to get to. As Obviously, the NHL and the NHLPA still working through details on the return to play, hopefully wrapping this up sooner rather than later. We're getting to the point now where that target date that we've heard so much about, January 13th, Uh, If they don't come up with an agreement soon, that will be put into peril. Although that date was never meant as a hard and fast date, an end date, it was the target. Things could slide a couple of days, a week, maybe even two weeks if uh, they feel like they're moving in the right direction. All indications are they do feel that way, uh, but there are some really big issues that they still have to resolve. And the NHL has continued to work through and have discussions with five different provinces north of the border in Canada and their health authorities about their plans to stage the upcoming season. And now a a very interesting fallback option has kind of emerged here. The possibility of playing all the NHL games in the United States because of provincial restrictions that may prevent it uh, from being played in some Canadian cities. So Chris Johnson does great reporting for Sportsnet. He said sources say that the likely outcome is if agreements can't be reached to make the Canadian division a reality in 2021, uh, that they could play all the games in the United States. To me, that this got public and is being talked about, especially on the day of the week, Thursday, uh, before the end of the week, is to me a little bit of an indication and a little bit of posturing. Um, I think the NHL and the Canadian government can likely work something out. But if they can't, I guess that would be an option for teams like Toronto, for teams like Montreal, Ottawa, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, uh, Winnipeg Jets, and and Vancouver Canucks to all find somewhere to play south of the border. Um, Now, you look at it and people say, well, why is the NBA back but the NHL is not? Well, this is one of the big reasons why. There's only one team in the NBA that – was based in Canada, and they're not playing in Canada. They're playing out of Tampa, and that's obviously the Toronto Raptors. So when you have seven teams based north of the border and they're dealing with the restrictions they're dealing with there, therein lies an issue, and it's a lot more complex to deal with. Not only that, but the other part of the equation here, and part of it was a money conversation, the NBA is is far more – flush with cash from their TV deal than the NHL is. The NHL is a more of a gate-driven league, and obviously that's not happening right now, which is why you have some of the conversations you do regarding compensation. For the NBA, it is different. Their TV contracts are absolutely insane. But we'll see how this plays out. Uh, The NHL would still prefer to have each of its seven Canadian teams based out of their own city for this 56-game regular season, and play would be entirely within the realigned division. We've talked about this on Flyers Daily here before. Uh, We'll see how this plays out. I think think Friday will be a pretty important day uh, for the NHL. Also, important news coming out of Washington tonight, and coming out of the mouth, or, well, I guess the Twitter account or Instagram account of Henrik Lundqvist. Of course, uh, King Henrik's reign in New York ended this offseason with a buyout. Uh, it was handled um, amicably, I guess is a, g- a good way to term it, but with dignity on both ends, and you expect nothing less 
uh, from a guy like Henrik Lundqvist, who, in my opinion, is a Hall of Famer. Uh, but he put out this note today that said, it breaks my heart literally to share this news. I will not be joining the Washington Capitals this upcoming season. After many weeks of tests and conversations with specialists around the country, it's been determined that a heart condition will prevent me from taking the ice. Together, we have decided that the risk of playing before remedying my condition is too high, so I will spend the coming months figuring out the best course of action. For the past two months, I've been so inspired by the opportunity to play in D.C. and committed to my game, spending every day at the rink to prepare for the upcoming season. The news was very difficult to process, but after the last test result earlier this week, we knew there was no more, only one way to go from here. I want to thank the Capitals organization for not only giving me this opportunity, but also for their support throughout this challenging time. I will take the next few weeks to be with my family, and I'll be back to share the next steps. So that's the news. No Henrik Lundqvist in um, in D.C. this season. And you have to wonder, I mean, is that the you know last year in those playoffs, uh, in, the, in that first round where the Rangers didn't win a game in the expanded playoff field, was that the last we'll see in the NHL of Henrik Lundqvist? We'll see how his health improves, and obviously that's first and foremost uh, for all of us in, in hoping that his health will be uh, good and he will live a good quality of life the rest of his life. Um, at his age, generally speaking, taking a year off, whether it's for health or any reason, is very difficult to come back from, uh, especially in that position. He's a guy that works extremely hard, but um, sometimes hard work uh, can't beat age. So we'll see if uh, Henrik Lundqvist does come back. What does it do to the Caps? It puts them in a really bit awkward position. Uh, I mean, the money will go to long-term injured reserve, I would assume, and it wasn't a big contract at a million and a half anyway. But the problem is, is you were coming into the season now without Braden, Braden Holtby there with Samsonoff, I guess, as your starter, along with Lundqvist in a situation where you really need two goalies. Uh, these games, when we do get a schedule, I think we're going to see a lot of back-to-back games, a lot of hey, the Flyers are in Washington to take on the Caps on Saturday and Sunday. Or the Flyers are in New York to take on the Rangers at the Garden on Friday and Saturday. And you could see four games in five days, especially when there's no travel between only between two of the games. So uh, the, the, the use for two goalies is, is very good and it's very important. Now all of a sudden you lose a key cog in your goaltending carousel uh, there in Washington uh, under Peter Laviolette. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, best to uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, an astounding career if it is uh, all said and done. And uh, a guy that always carried himself with tremendous class and dignity, represented the game well, and represented the position of goaltending even better. Speaking of representing, well, how about representing your country? The World Juniors are going to start for the Team USA 6.30 on Christmas on the evening of Christmas. I was going to say Christmas Eve, but it's actually the evening of Christmas, the 25th. They'll take on Team Russia to talk about that and much more. I had a chance to catch up with Flyers prospect Cam York, and here's that conversation. Uh, happy to have joined us in advance of the 2000, I guess, 21 World Junior Championships Flyers prospect defenseman out of the University of Michigan, Cam York, joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Cam, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. We're just uh, we're locked up in our rooms right now, but um, we're out tomorrow, so I'm I'm looking forward to to being able to to get out on the ice again and uh, get this thing started. Q life, man. It's quarantine life. How, how's it been? Kind of uh, locking down as you cross the border. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a pretty crazy experience. Um, you know, it's this this whole ride 
compared to last year, we've, you know, we've just had so much more protocol and, and so many more rules to follow. It's been, uh, it's been pretty crazy, but uh, we're here. We're, um, you know, almost out of quarantine here in the, the hotel. And I know all the guys are super excited to, to finally uh, be able to, to get out on the ice. Uh, how important was that experience that you had last year? You didn't play a ton last year. Uh, but you're back this year for another year at the World Juniors. And it's a little different, obviously, in this COVID world that we live in. But how imp- how much are you kind of looking back at that experience you had last year to kind of know what you're looking at a little bit this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot last year. You know, I think about myself as a, a person and a player. And, um, you know, I think this year is a second-year player. I, you know, I need to, to kind of show the, the younger guys the way and uh, be a leader on this team. But, you know. I learned a lot last year, and this is not an easy tournament to win, uh, nor to play in under the the bright lights. So, um, you know, it's a it's a big deal. But you know, we got a really a really good group, and um, you know, I'm excited to to be a, a bigger part of this year's team. How do you feel about where your game is? Because you know, last year you come in under much more normal circumstances. You're playing at the University of Michigan. You know, the off season leading into to preparation last year was different because we weren't in the pandemic this year everything's been thrown for a loop in that regard. Uh, but how do you feel like uh, your game is right now he- heading into this, this world juniors as opposed to maybe last year? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel great. Um, you know, last year I, I dealt with quite a few injuries at the beginning of the year and kind of slowed me down going into world juniors. But um, this year I'm, I'm healthy. I, I put in a lot of work this summer and physically, uh, you know, I, I feel really good as a, um, you know, as a person and, um, you know, I put a lot of work in with uh, Chris Mayo, the assistant coach at Michigan. And, um, you know, I think if I compare myself to last year to right now, you know, I feel a lot better as a player. And um, I think I've grown in, in a lot of different assets of my game. So I'm excited to, you know, put those those skills and, and what I worked on in the summer to the test against these uh, these really good hockey players here. So. Uh, I saw an Instagram photo. I don't know if you put it out or, or somebody put it out, but you in the gym, geez, dude, you, how much uh, you put on a lot of muscle. Yeah. Uh, you know, I usually train out in, in California where, you know, my family lives, but this year I wanted to switch it up. And um, there's a, a really good guy over at Plymouth, uh, Michigan, uh, Brian Gallivan. Uh, he just came in a couple of years ago to the NTDP and uh, he's, you know, world-class, one of the best of the best. And, um, you know, I was training out there with, you know, a few guys um, from my NTDP NTDP team. And, um, you know, I just was dialed in, put in a lot of work. I I feel great. Like I said, I I gained, I think, around like 10 pounds. So. um, Body fat down too? Yeah, everything. Um, You know, that was one of the things I wanted to focus on was just trying to become stronger. And um, I felt like I, I, I really did that this summer, so. When you get into your season with Michigan, knowing that that work that you put in, when you do something like that, you put on 10 pounds of muscle, less in body fat, you become more fit, um, stronger presence on the ice physically. Uh, do you notice it right away in your game, board battles and those kind of things? Yeah, I think it it helps with your confidence, you know, knowing that you can, you know, battle with the big guys and, and come out with the puck. And um, I think that was just the biggest thing for me is um, my confidence. I felt like you know, shot up once I knew I was physically, you know, strong. And, um, you know, I feel like that just helped my game and, and being able to just dominate a game uh, and control control how the game was played, I think, uh, was just the biggest thing for me. 
uh, planned in, in this tournament. You alluded to it in the World Junior Championships. It's best on best, you know, peer, uh, your group uh, at the same age and, you know, great players all around the world. It's such a fun tournament to watch. I'm looking forward to it. And this year, a little bit different, too, because it's kind of going to, for, for a lot of people kick off the hockey on the, on the center stage, you know, on NHL network in the States and, you know, all through Canada on TSN and, and every, all eyes are going to be on it. Um, how do you feel like your group looks this year? Um, you know, you got, you got some really good players. Uh, you're going to be one of them. You're going to be a big part of it. Uh, how does the group look this year at going into this very unique tournament? You know, I think we look really good. Um, you know, I, I love our coaching staff. I love what they've kind of, you know, been been teaching us. I think we, we have our identity and, and we're ready to, to get into the games. But I feel like we're we're built off of our speed and skill. Um, you know, up front, I, I could, you know, name a ton of guys that can can play just with a, a ton of skill and can make plays. And, um, you know, I'm really excited for, for guys to have, you know, an opportunity to, to make things happen. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter how much skill I got or anything like that. Um, you know, every, everyone here is, is really skilled and talented, but um, you got to be able to, to win one-on-one -on -one battles and, and be able to play in the corner with guys and, you know, win those two-to-one, three-to-two games. So um, I know as a, a group, we're really pumped up to, to prove a lot of people wrong um, and, and, you know, it starts here pretty soon. So, you know, just can't wait for that. I love that you said that we know what our identity is already. I, I've, I've said this so many times, Cam. I think if you're a team in, in team sport and you're searching for an identity, you're dead man walking. You have to know what you are. You have to know what you want to be. You have to be it. And you have to know what you are. Uh, that I think it's really important. How, how did you guys come to that really? Because uh, you haven't played a game in the tournament yet. You've been practicing and working out together and everything that goes along with it. But did you guys kind of know almost what your identity was going to be as a group before you even kind of, uh, you know, got down to the final roster and everything else, what, what you guys wanted to be? Yeah, I mean, we we had a lot of uh, Zoom meetings and, you know, individual meetings and stuff like that. Um, you know, this is this tournament is such a process. You know, I, I remember us watching video, um, you know, like in the in the summer uh, as, a, as a team. And we know how we have to play as a group. And I think that's important going into this, knowing, like, like you said, before it, it you know starts to to really be dialed in as a group and, and know what you, you got to do and, and execute it. Um, but like I said, we've just been going at it for so long now. Um, you know, I think we're all just ready to, to get out on the ice and, and kind of show what we're made of. Uh, will, you be, will you be part of the roster that plays uh, coming up in the, the exhibition play coming up on Sunday? Uh, yes, I will. Uh, I believe we start out with Switzerland, I think, and then yeah, uh, from and after. But How much are you looking right forward now, to that? Oh, I'm pumped. I mean, um, you know, <laughs> you don't get too many opportunities to, to wear the USA logo. So um, this is one of my last kicks at the can. And, um, you know, I'm just really excited and, and looking forward to it. Um, a week from Friday, uh, you guys will have your first game. It's on Christmas, 630 at night. And you're playing in Russia. I mean, Askarov will probably be in net for Russia. Um, talk about excited for, for the, the exhibition game because it's a game. But the real deal on Christmas and to play Christmas night, knowing it's being telecast across the country, more eyes are going to be on this. You're not competing with the NHL. 
what's that that, that going to be like and that matchup against Russia? Because they're a team that is one of those teams perennially. Like if they don't come out uh, with a gold medal, it's a disappointment. That's where Team USA is now as well. It used to be, hey, we could, if we medal, that's a good tournament. But it's about winning now for Team USA, which is awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like every time we play Russia, it's just a battle. You know, those guys are uh, <laughs> machines, aren't like, they? Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're extremely uh, you know fit and always always ready to play. They don't like us, we don't like them. It's always a a good matchup. But um, yeah, like you said, it's the bright lights. Um, you know, everyone's going to be watching. I know the guys are super excited for it, and um, you know we've been we've been preparing a lot for this, and um, you know it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, especially on Christmas. It'd be a pretty awesome Christmas gift to uh, to come out with a victory against them. So. You guys are good in net once again as a defenseman, uh, knowing that if, if you know, inevitably there's mistakes in hockey, but in net once again, uh, you're really good. Your goaltending, it's got to be something that leads the way for you guys as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we're lucky to have Niter back there. Um, Spencer Knight, think, unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, you know, been my goalie for two years at the NTDP and, you know, he's, I know he's had a really good start to Boston College's year this year. So, um, you know, we're going to need him. I think every, every team that wins this tournament has really good goaltending, um, you know, and, and like I said, we're lucky to have him. Uh, I think this is, he's been at this tournament for like three years now, I think. So, um, you know, he was important for us last year and he's going to be important for us this year if, if we want to go far with this thing. So. Uh, let me ask you real quick about a team, you know, yours at, at Michigan and Owen power. Uh, he's at the top of the pre-draft rankings, uh, what's he like as a player? Yeah, he's, uh, smooth, you know, I know he's, that. <laughs> he's, he's smooth. He's a really big boy. I think he's, uh, like six, six or something like that, but you know, he can skate, he can move. He, you know, does the right things off the ice, I think, which is really important. And he, he can handle himself as a, a person. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what, what he does in this year's draft and, you know, just, uh, being able to play, play with him. It's been, been fun. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the this second half of them for sure. Um, that's kind of like looking back at Michigan. You'll go back to Michigan after the World Juniors. Um, uh, do you anticipate turning pro after this year? Is, is that the plan for Cam York? Uh, I'm trying Cam to break York some news not, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Cam York has not uh, fully decided yet. Um, you know, I want to I want to finish my year at Michigan, and then you know I'll assess where I'm at and. Um, you know, probably talk with the, the staff of Philly and um, we'll go from there. But, um, you know, I'm excited for the future and, um, you know, I, I can't wait to to one day uh, put on put on that jersey. So, yeah, that's the, the, the culmination of, of the dream in total. But part of that culmination, too, is also putting on that Team USA sweater, which you'll be doing for the World Juniors once again. And like you said, kind of your last kick at the can playing for your country. Although you never know, Cam, NHL players going back to the Olympics, you can get another shot you know, one of these Olympic years. Uh, and I'm sure that would be an absolute thrill as well. Uh, we thank you for joining us here. Everybody's going to be watching and uh, they'll be watching you and watching Bobby Brink and, you know, Emil Andre, a draft pick this year that the Flyers took in the second round, will be playing for Team Sweden. Uh, but we appreciate you doing Best of luck in the tournament. We're all going to be rooting for you. Uh, I know you're going to have a great tournament and it's going to be a, a lot of fun and some spectacular hockey. So uh, best of luck to you and continue that workout, man. That was impressive. <laughs> Sounds all jacked good. Thank on you. it. <laughs> all right, man. Be good, Cam. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Special thanks to Cam York for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Um, 
Cam York is a really good talker for a young player. Um, a lot of times guys don't aren't kind of like good at the communicating and, and that part of being a professional hockey player. He's not a professional yet, but he's going to be a professional. Uh, I tried to get him, everybody, sorry. I tried to get him to commit to turning pro after the season, but not something he's worried about right now. He's got bigger fish to fry, like trying to go win gold for Team USA at the World Juniors. Can't wait for this tournament. It's always a lot of fun. This year is going to be spectacular. Uh, so looking forward to it. Cam York playing on that blue line for Team USA. Bobby Brink, who we'll talk to on Monday's episode, also playing for Team USA. And uh, for Team Sweden, uh, Flyers second-round pick Emil Andre will be playing as well. So, so there'll be some Flyers prospects to keep an eye on throughout the tournament as well. All right, in the meantime, we'll talk to you on Monday's episode. Again, Bobby Brink will join us on Monday's episode. If you've never left a rating or a review of this podcast, please do so. Um, they tell me it's important, and it helps other Flyer fans find this podcast, and we love when that happens. I see the reviews. Thank you, everybody who has written one, whether you're in the United States. I've seen the reviews from Canadian iTunes. Thank you all for listening north of the border. Thanks to everybody listening around the world in Sweden. and in I mean, we get Russia checking in, Australia, Japan, uh, South Africa. I love that this podcast has gone global, and I thank all of you from the bottom of my heart. And with that said, have a great, happy, and healthy weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday's episode of Flyers Day. I feel tired Saturday night.